Hi guys, and welcome back to Pieces of Passion. I'm Macy, your host. It's been a while since I last recorded because I've been on vacation in Hawaii with my family and some friends. And I'll never put out an episode that feels rushed or isn't serving a purpose, so I took some time away from the podcast to spend some time with friends and family. That being said, I'm so excited to be back on the mic talking to you guys. So much has happened since I last recorded, so this episode might be a long one. (laughs) On the 4th of July, I made a huge decision that has altered my path significantly. This was a big turning point for me, and I took a leap of faith in order to take control of my own happiness and my own future. I finally allowed myself to come to terms with how I was really feeling and admitted to myself that the current path I was on was no longer serving me and just wasn't what I wanted anymore. I was terrified to make this decision because I felt like I would be letting so many people down who were so important to me, but ultimately I realized I was letting myself down by staying where I was at and resisting change due to fear of failure and uncertainty. And I can't sit here and talk to you all about embracing change and stepping out of your comfort zone if I'm not practicing what I'm preaching. So the morning of the 4th of July, I went for a long walk by myself and I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, um, Skinny Dipping with Kayla Rose. And the episode was about not playing small anymore. And it hit me. I was playing small by staying at a place where I know I won't be happy instead of taking a risk and embracing change rather than fearing it. I had convinced myself I was being strong by pushing through the pain and being a college athlete at a great academic school, but in reality, I was just avoiding the hard truth and playing it safe. The past two years have been crucial in my own personal development and the way I see the world. I've learned so much from moving across the country and being a college athlete. And for a large portion of my life, that was exactly what I wanted. I wanted to follow in my dad's footsteps and become a financial planner. And most of all, I wanted to play soccer in college. Soccer has always been a huge part of my life. Growing up, I used soccer as an outlet and a safe space. And it was one of the only places where I felt like I could really be the most authentic version of myself. And this is what made me love the sport so much. The connection between the sport and I was so deeply rooted. And when I wasn't able to play due to injuries on and off throughout my career, it almost felt like losing a part of my identity. When you spend so much time and effort into something, it it becomes associated with who you are and your reputation. And it becomes a key part of your identity. And whether you choose to let it go or you're forced to, It can be extremely challenging to find who you are without it. This is why so many athletes struggle after their career ends. They simply don't know who they are without the sport. But it's so important to remember that there isn't one thing that defines who you are. Something can play a huge role in your life, but ultimately your identity comes from within. And how you perceive yourself shouldn't solely come from something you do. It sounds simple, yet so many of us lose ourselves in our job or our relationship with someone or a sport or a hobby that we forget we are human and we're here to experience life, which means taking on and shedding many different identities throughout our time on earth in order to grow. My first experience with shedding an identity happened when I retired from gymnastics. For so long, gymnastics was my identity. 
And letting go of that came with a lot of internal struggle because I was known as the gymnast in school. I would show up late to class every day and leave early and I would literally wear my leotard to school and just throw clothes over it. Um, And this was hard because I didn't know who I was without that. But eventually I was able to peacefully put it in the rear view and recognize the lessons I learned and how to carry them with me in my future endeavors. Now I am letting go of soccer. But it feels like I lost that part of myself a long time ago. I had suffered many injuries throughout my career, but when I tore my ACL, it seemed like the end of the world, as I would be out for 9-12 to months right in the midst of my transition to college soccer. At first it was difficult, but eventually I stopped being mad at the world and spent more time learning and trying new things. Physical therapy turned into weightlifting, and I realized how much I loved it and how important it truly was, not only for injury prevention or for athletes, but as a part of living a healthy lifestyle. I had always struggled to build muscle, but I was finally feeling myself get stronger, and it was amazing. This was my first taste of self-led exercise opposed to soccer-guided or quote-unquote forced exercise, and I really loved the freedom. Regardless, I was determined to get back on the field and back to the sport that meant so much to me for so long. Tearing my ACL, I was would have been if I hadn't chosen to play in college that would have been the end of my career but I was so excited to go to college and continue so that's what I did I was cleared to play 11 v 11 halfway through my freshman season at Bentley but continued to sit the bench the rest of the year this was frustrating for sure as it is for all bench players I definitely allowed this to get in my head and knock my confidence down I often complained and I ultimately felt like I was failing I worked for months to come back to a sport that no longer felt like part of my identity. Uh, It felt more like a chore. But I continued to work hard and I played in the spring season. However, we don't really train as much in the spring, so I had to find other ways to work work out and put in time outside of team hours. I'll never forget the first indoor cycling class I attended with two of my teammates. I had no idea what to expect so I sat in the back and nervously adjusted my bike. The feeling I had after that class was incredible. It felt like how soccer practices used to feel, and I loved it. But at this point in time, I was enjoying being a freshman in college with more free time since our training schedule wasn't as intense in the off-season. I would cycle maybe once a week throughout the spring, and it was great, but I had accepted that it was just an off-season thing. I went back home for summer and worked super hard and came back for the fall season of my sophomore year. I felt like I was doing as much as I could. I was working hard to get back to the player I once was and improve my confidence again. Ultimately, I was trying to find the love and passion I once had for the game, but I just wasn't finding it. I pushed through the highs and lows of the season and ended up spraining my ankle halfway through. I was out yet again. This time wasn't as devastating as before. While part of me was definitely angry, a smaller part of me also felt relieved for some reason. But regardless, I tried to come back as fast as I could, and probably pushing it too hard considering I now need surgery on that ankle because it never healed properly. I wasn't able to make it back in time for the end of the season, so my workouts and fitness had become my own responsibility and something I had control over. I continued to weightlift on my own, and signed up for cycling classes for cardio since I couldn't run. I started to really love cycling and would look forward to those workouts in time to myself. 
I started to feel more like a team manager than a part of the team at Bentley, considering I was injured for over half my time there, and the other half I was sitting on the bench. In the spring season, I started cycling more as it was off-season again, and early on in the semester, one of my best friends, Aiden, and former teammate, became the studio manager of a new Pilates studio right by the cycling studio called Kink Pilates. She convinced me to come try a class, and I immediately loved it. I started going twice a week and made friends with the instructors, shout out Sarah, um, which was amazing. Meanwhile, soccer continued to feel like a chore rather than an outlet and something I would look forward to. I really, really wanted to love it again, and sometimes there were moments where I did, but it just wasn't the same as it once was. I was fighting through chronic shin splints every day, and my ankle was still causing so many issues. Advil and cupping had become my best friend. I felt like I was pushing my body through so much pain and discomfort for a sport I no longer loved and had no plans of pursuing after my four years of college. I saw how many of my teammates genuinely loved the sport, and I just felt like I was coasting in order to not disappoint my younger self and the other people in my life. I had worked so hard to become a collegiate athlete, and it seemed like a waste to just throw it all away. I was already two years in, so what was two more, right? I've always been capable of pushing through times in my life where I was unhappy. I was a competitive gymnast for seven years, and the last two to three years, I really hated the sport, yet I continued to put in six hours a day doing it because I thought I had to. I had been reflecting on how I was feeling for so long and convinced myself that I could love soccer again if I just kept pushing. Same thing I did with gymnastics, but the passion and the love never came back. For soccer, I worked my ass off all spring and going into summer, but I started to notice I was enjoying the workouts I was doing to prepare even more than the time I was spending with a soccer ball. I was having to get dry needled every week for my shin splints and had a surgery planned for my ankle in December when our season was over. We were getting a new coach, which I had hoped would help me find a passion for soccer again. So I wanted to be ready to go during preseason rather than mid-recovery from surgery and start off the season injured yet again. The doctor told me I could play through the season as long as I taped my ankle every day, and then I could just get surgery after. So over the summer, I was training super hard, but I was still doing Pilates and cycling when I could find the time to fit it in because I just loved it so much. And I also got into yoga, which has helped me so much mentally and physically, but trying to fit all of this into my schedule on top of work and a summer class was nearly impossible. I completely sacrificed my social life. As preseason was approaching closer and closer, my anxiety was worsening every single day. I was dreading going back to Bentley. My mental health has been, has definitely hit all-time lows over the past year. I've struggled with major anxiety that manifested itself into stomach issues, leading me to many hospital and doctor visits. As my return date to Bentley was creeping up on me, my anxiety was rising, causing me to project my frustrations on the people I'm closest to. I tend to isolate and shut down when I'm anxious and lash out on the people I love. And all the work I had done all summer to reduce my anxiety was no longer working for me. It was just all coming back at the thought of going back to Bentley. Not only was soccer still feeling like a chore and a waste of time, um, which was weighing so much on my mental health, 
but I had also wanted to change my area of study. At first, I was on I was a finance major on the certified financial planning track. And then I this past semester switched my area of study to be a finance major with a minor in health and industry. Bentley is a business school, so there weren't many options outside of the realm of business in terms of majors and minors. In my entire life, I thought I wanted to be a financial planner, but over the past year, I've come to realize that's not what my purpose is. But I still really wanted to pursue entrepreneurship and business, yet I wanted to also follow my passion for nutrition and fitness. So while I made Bentley work and fit to what I wanted as best as I could, it just didn't have what I was looking for career-wise. They only offered one nutrition class, and health and industry was the closest minor I could find. The staff there was amazing, and they were so willing to help me achieve what I wanted to do, but something was just missing. And after a summer internship in finance, I realized how much a desk job just wasn't for me, and I needed to make a change now if I wanted to build a life that fulfills me and where I'm serving my true purpose. Well, soccer and the career side were two reasons for me contemplating if Bentley was the right fit for me or not. There were also a a ton of social factors to consider. Socially, I had hardly anyone I clicked with. Most of my friends had graduated in the spring, and some were going abroad in the fall. No one talks about how difficult it can be to go to a small school so far from home because everyone at the school tends to be from the area and knows people or can hang out with each other on breaks. I felt like an outsider at such a small school and was beginning to feel like I was living high school on repeat. Everyone knows everything about each about everyone there. It's the same people, the same parties, the same gossip. And I really struggled to find people I clicked with and felt super alone. And thinking about the thought of feeling that way for two more years literally made me sick to my stomach. And while I met some amazing people and will miss them so much, it just was not the right fit for me overall. So taking into account the academics, how I was feeling about soccer, and the social aspect, it really started to sink in that I had a long list of cons and not many pros for returning to Bentley. It started to seem idiotic to stay in an environment that wasn't providing me with anything I wanted or needed at at a time in my life that is so crucial for development, fun, and building my future. Like, college is supposed to be such a an incredible experience where you learn so much about yourself and about other people and you're pursuing what you want to do with your future and you're supposed to be having fun and I was just not having that experience at all. So flashing back to the 4th of July, um, after my walk we were having friends over and I was in the mountains in the hot tub with my friend Maya and we were talking about schools and she was talking about how excited she was to go back to her school and I was telling her how unhappy I was at Bentley, which I'd probably ranted to her about a million times. So my apologies, Maya, if you're listening. But I realized at that moment I just had I'd had enough. So just for shits, I decided to look up schools with the best business and nutrition programs. And to my surprise, Texas Christian University was one of the first schools that popped up. I toured probably 20 to 30 schools my senior year of high school and hated every single one. But right when I had stepped onto TCU's campus, I envisioned myself as a student there, and it just felt like home away from home. So this was my dream school, my senior year of high school, and where I would have gone if I had chosen not to play soccer. 
I immediately looked up the transfer deadline and it was August 1st, meaning I still had time. I told my parents I was going to apply and they definitely didn't believe that I was serious, but I started the application that day and had it submitted two days later. My parents were extremely supportive throughout this process. I had asked a lot of them to completely change all of my own plans as well as their plans in such a short amount of time. They had known I was unhappy at Bentley and had definitely been worrying about me. My mom knew that TCU was always in the back of my head because I had mentioned a couple of times that I had always wondered what my life would have been like if I had chosen that path instead. I'm so grateful to have parents that truly want, want me to be happy and are willing to sacrifice so much and put in so much work to ensure that happiness. I had feared disappointing them, as I always have my entire life, which is why I was willing to stay where I was at. But I realized I wasn't disappointing them by transferring or retiring from soccer, but my attitude and unhappiness that was being projected on them was truly disappointing them because I wasn't being myself. And I knew I had to make a change if I wanted to achieve my goals and find myself again. I've always been an overachiever that never wants to let anyone down, especially my parents. And this was a huge change and I was asking so much from them but I had to take that leap and trust them and myself that it would work itself out because I knew in my deep into my core that this is what I had to do. I also just want to take a minute to thank soccer because it's made such a huge impact on my life and been a part of my identity for so long. I will definitely play again at some point, whether that's club soccer or just rec or intramural. Um, but leaving the NCAA D2 level is a lot to leave behind. And I don't regret the last two years at all. As a senior in high school, I wanted nothing more than to be a college athlete and pursue that path. And I had such a memorable experience and learned so much over the past two years. I will take so many lessons with me and so many people made such an impactful impression on my life and I will miss them so much. And while part of me will also will always be a Bentley Falcon. I'm beyond excited for this next chapter I'm entering as a TCU frog. I knew with everything in me that it was time for me to move on. I had lost myself in the grind and was looking for something that just wasn't there anymore. And I'm so fortunate to be able to take the two paths I was debating between my senior year of high school and now I get the best of both worlds. So this past weekend, um, my mom and I headed to Fort Worth, Texas to visit TCU's campus again and to look at my new house since we hadn't seen the campus since my senior year of high school. The school and the surrounding area blew my expectations out of the water. I genuinely cried tears of joy to my mom for 30 minutes straight. And this was the kind of joy I haven't felt in years. From the campus to the faculty to the surrounding restaurants and shops, I knew this was the right place for me. School spirit was literally oozing everywhere, and I felt so at home. And I move in on August 12th, and I'm so fucking excited. Life is so short, and it's. I realized it was my own responsibility to take ownership over my present and my future. I'd considered transferring a few times before, but ultimately, I just felt like it was too late to start over. And giving up a great degree in scholarship money would mean I was failing, not to mention quitting college athletics. 
and admitting that I was on the wrong path was so hard to come to terms with, especially after wanting to be a college athlete for my entire life. But I realized it's never too late, and while change is hard and involves breaking out of your comfort zone, it can also be the best thing you can do. And again, it's so unfair and inauthentic for me to sit here and talk to you guys about embracing change and stepping out of your comfort zone if I'm not if I'm not practicing what I'm preaching. So just remember that changing paths doesn't mean you failed. It means you're listening to your feelings rather than pushing them under the rug. It means you're stepping closer to fulfilling your purpose and finding your people. Taking risks is a part of life and your happiness is no one's responsibility but your own. And I believe being willing to admit that where you're at is no longer serving you and taking action to change it is extremely powerful and takes a shit ton of courage. We are all here to grow and take on multiple identities and everyone changes paths. Like people go to school for things and study something and then end up doing a job that has nothing to do with it. So instead of complaining about your circumstances and continuing to push through because it's all you know, make a fucking change. And I know it's scary. I have to move to another new place and it isn't even, it's not guaranteed to work out, but I have faith and I know inside my heart that this was the best decision I could make for myself. And it's taking a lot of work and I'm definitely nervous, but even more of me is optimistic and excited and just feels like so liberated because ultimately only you know how you feel and what you really want and need in life. So listen to your intuition rather than basing decisions off of what other people may think of you. To my surprise, most of the people in my life I was scared of disappointing ended up being so happy for me. Because if someone truly cares about you, they will want what's best for you. Nothing good comes easy, but your gut knows what you need to do. So don't let fear prevent you from finding happiness and possibly fulfilling your purpose. Basically, I just made a huge decision off the cuff, which is so unlike me because normally I need to like plan everything super far in advance. And I, this was such an out-of-pocket decision and it's never felt so right. So that's been the month of July for me. I hope that sharing this will inspire some of you to make a change in your life, whether it's something big or something small. And if you're thriving in your current environment, then really lean into it and thank someone who helped you get there. Be grateful for where you are, but don't fear change. Embrace it and use it to your advantage. I love you all and thank you so much for listening. It means so much to me. I know that was a lot and a lot of me rambling on about my own story, but I'm really excited to share this next chapter with you guys and all of the lessons I'm learning along the way. Um, so if you enjoyed this podcast or any of the other episodes, please leave a rate and review as this helps other people find it. But I hope you guys have an amazing end to your July and I'll talk to you guys soon. Much love, Macy. Oh,